Hi, I'm Mrs. W, and I'm a teacher. And I'm Mrs. B, and I'm a teacher. Teaching really is an art, but with our actual degrees and experience in teaching, we have a BS in education. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. It's a BS in education. Welcome to a BS in Education pre-holiday edition. Nothing special will happen today. It's just a regular episode, but I thought I would toss that in there because in case you're not panicking yet, I thought maybe you should. I'm Miss B. (laughs) And I'm Miss W. That's Miss W. And here we are. We're really, really starting strong today. I am all over the place. I've had so much coffee today. I dropped my husband off at the airport. And for some reason, when he goes out of town, I have such a motor to like get stuff done like I'm like oh I got some boxes I have these clothes I'm gonna donate there's this other thing they'll come pick up textiles if you put it in a box on your porch and you tell them yeah. to just like checking shit off my list get it um and the yeah yeah I'm gonna... as usual I'm the opposite I chose <laughs> not to take any medicine today because I knew that I wanted to take a nap and when I take my meds I can't take a nap uh... so I've just been like Muh. I've been binging well, I'm not really binging because I haven't had time to. I've only had time today to watch two episodes so far of the HBO new documentary that came out that everybody's talking about. Have you started watching this? I watched it all last night. Oh, my God. What is it the called? The whole thing. Love, a mother God. Love has won. Love, mother God. Which you I kind of like that phrase, love has won. I kind of like their won. logo. It's like the hippiest bullshit yeah, I've ever heard in my life. It's a cute logo, though. I don't hate it. I would buy that t-shirt at a truck stop. I hate it just because it makes me think of. I don't know. Let's just not go there. Um, Anyway, it is absolutely insanity. And if you don't have access to HBO Max, you should just subscribe for the month. Like get Mm -hmm. your free trial month and then cancel it after you watch the series. It's only three episodes. That's it. That's the whole doc. So you'll fit. Like I watched the whole thing. Oh my God. My husband wanted to watch a basketball game last night. And he was like, oh, I'll watch it on my iPad. You can put it on whatever. And he got so sucked in to this cult. Because it's bananas. I think my favorite thing about it is how all the people they interview, with the exception of two, are clearly still very in the cult. yeah. Yeah. Like, they're very much, like, giving it to you from, this is, I mean, they are in it. It's Mm -hmm. insanity. Love it. Yeah. Good. Highly recommend. Highly Highly recommend. recommend. Um, so that's a good thing. But what, what BS have you been dealing with this week or two or three weeks since well, we've last talked? This this weekend right here starts off the inaugural. My husband is out of town literally every weekend. Oh, except for it's, Christmas this is the, the hunting kickoff. Wow. Yeah. So he's out of town this weekend and next weekend. Let me tell you what it says in my calendar. This is fun. This weekend, it's uh, guad fishing. Next week, it's hunting. Next week, it's hunting somewhere slash boys maybe name of town they're going to then it's christmas break so he's actually going to stay home for christmas as of now i'm assuming (laughs) and then we are going to disney world for my mom's birthday so he is going to come to that he's going to sacrifice a weekend for disney world and then on the very next weekend uh it's the third they call it anal (laughs) malcolm luther king hunt weekend because it's like a it's like an old yeah it's joke a big about, inside joke it's like 20 it something is. years they've been doing this right yes and it's based off of something that 
a very young child in the family or like a family friend was like, oh, we celebrated Malcolm Luther King <laughs> King's birthday. This So now they just call it that. Um, and then they have the real MLK duck hunt the next weekend. And then after that, they're going to the ranch hunting. And then he's going to take one week off. But then the week after that, they are doing a family duck hunt. And then I think I have like two weeks off. So pretty oh my much God. he's gone all the fucking time. It's just, it's, a, it's. Y'all should fly up here and come visit. I mean. Or send me your kids. Yeah. I should do that. I should yeah. do that. Because Put them on a plane. Oh, your I'm poor about... son dealing with your daughter on a plane. That's uh, going to be an international emergency. Story, especially because <laughs> also part two of BS is her medication. We can't get it filled because it's like $450 is it on back... oh, without no. insurance. No, it's just the something happened with our insurance. Like it changed her date of birth. And so oh, we didn't do it clearly. Pain. And so now it's changed. It's going to take like a week for it to go through. So the past four days have been really rough on everybody. So I'm just over it. And and he's out of town. So I'll deal with it. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. Oh my How goodness. How about you? How's um, your life? Oh my God. So this is, I'm going to take you back like a few weeks. I was, I w- it was a Friday, which is one of my work from home days. It's where I do all of my lesson planning for the next week but I also was going to go by the high school to get a stuffed animal to make into a marionette for a show that Mr. F was doing so I had my whole day planned I'm like Mm -hmm. kicking ass and I'm getting something off of my table where we have like a bowl of our leftover Halloween candy and I see a nibble in a Kit Kat and I'm just like god damn it God damn it, there's a mouse. Fuck, fuck. So I'm just like going, oh no, oh no. Anywhere. And my husband's like, what? What's the matter? What's the matter? And I was like, there's there's a mouse. There's a mouse somewhere. So can't go to the high school because I have to like throw any and everything away that's on any Any surface ever. So I'm like searching for like little poops and stuff. It's just like, ugh, ugh. Um, So we. We find a spot where we think it could have gotten in. Because that's what you have to figure out how the fuck this thing got in your house. Or yeah. you'll just get more. You'll just get so more. we we solve that problem. And then, you know, which is just like getting steel wool and like tape and like little bit. It's just, it's a whole uh-huh. thing. It's a whole process. So, so then we get a trap and we put it out. Um, like one of the little traps where it's got like the little door. It's, it's not going to kill them. I'm not dealing with a dead vertebrae i can't do it um so like two three days go by and we do not catch this little motherfucker and we're like how but like it's obviously gone by where the trap is right so we order some other traps which this is the only kind they had at the hardware store so i order some other ones on amazon they um are coming in on sunday i get the little like hey your package has been delivered mm-hmm. i go to the front door because i had ordered two different things i also ordered air filters for my car not that that's important and they only brought me one of the two packages and they didn't send a Wasn't picture the... so that yeah so there's no mouse traps. so then i'm like god damn it and i have now seen the mouse a couple times oh i forgot to tell you about this part. so i'm what was I doing? Oh, I'm cleaning out all my cabinets because I'm like anything in the cabinet where yeah. it has been, everything's coming all out. I'm rewashing everything, disinfecting it. So my yeah. dining room table is like stacked up to the ceiling with stuff and is shit. in the middle of the room oh so that God. it can't crawl up there. 
So I was talking to a friend who is a choir teacher. She's doing a show I did a couple years ago. She, she wanted to, she's a music director, but she's mm -hmm. also directing it now. So she's just asking me a bunch of questions. So I'm pacing back and forth as one does when they're on a long phone com yes. call. And then I sit down on the couch and my husband is gone, like watching a football game or something. And then all of a sudden I hear like, And so I'm te I texted two or three different people and I'm like, oh, God, oh, I sent, I sent oh, you the video, too. Yes. So <laughs> so I hear it like so loud. This motherfucking mouse has gone past the trap and has climbed up and gotten into the garbage bag that is hanging from the back of a chair. Because remember, I was cleaning out cabinets. Yeah. So I'm like, it's just just throwing out. away old stuff. So right. it's in the garbage bag. And I text my husband and he's like, just grab the garbage bag, close it real quick, quick. And I'm like, no, those fuckers jump. Yeah, like they do. Feet in the air. It's gonna jump and claw my All face. Over your and face. he's like yep. he's like, You're crazy. So I took a video, I sent it to you and a couple other people and like, oh my God, help. This is the worst. Um and then it chewed a hole in the bottom and runs into the heating vent, which every room has like a recessed four inches and has a radiator built into it and then it's got like slots mm -hmm. so this motherfucker is just using the heating vents like a subway through my house oh it my would go God. into one and out the other and i had seen it like twice at this point and my husband didn't see it at all and i was just thinking like he doesn't believe me so now there's nothing to eat so it starts getting really brave yeah. And it's just like, just ran across the living room floor while we're watching a movie. Oh and my, my husband's God. like, I didn't see anything while I'm standing like, on the back of the bullshit. couch. I'm like, fuck you, man. It just ran just into ran this one. And he's like, mm, I don't know. You sure you didn't see something? So then we're getting ready to go to bed. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's just on our oven. Just sitting up there. Just <gasps> like, what's up, man? What you doing? Just looking for it's some like, food. Where's the food? <laughs> If you would have put the food away, you wouldn't be seeing me right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So You should just get, like, a little tiny little dog dish and just put, like, a little piece of dog food in it every night. A little piece of snack or That's something. That's my, my sacrifice. You should. You for should. Stuart Little. So, eventually, the Amazon box uh, with the reordered traps comes in. We put God. those out and catch it within, like, 45 minutes. So, for some reason, that other trap just was, like... Just defective the way however it was built and it had like i looked it up on amazon and home depot too and they were it has good reviews mm -hmm. but this is the only one they had when i went in person to the hardware store it just didn't work but man that work. motherfucker that's terrorized an us that's an adventure from, that and there was, i had a whole movie about him yes there was a there was... Pixar movie about this guy now it was cute. And then we went for a walk like a mile away from our house because we caught it at like 11 p.m. at night. Yeah. And husband was like, what do you want to do? Do you want to just put it out on the front porch? It was supposed to freeze that night. And I was like, no, I don't oh. want a mouse popsicle in the morning. Let's just go. I'm just going to go now. So we just walked way down the walking trail. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what we did. But man, if that didn't, it just like terrorized us, for which not my husband it doesn't terrorize him. But for some reason... Mice, any, they just like. Speaking of, while you were telling this story, mm -hmm. I opened the side pocket of my my desk drawer here, and 
backtrack that earlier this earlier last week, mm-hmm. my husband plopped down on the bed and broke it. So he had to take the mattress off and like screw it back together. And when he did that, of course, you see all the dog hair and things mm-hmm. and all the hair that was under the bed, like 85% of it was from our old yellow dogs. Yeah. And so my daughter grabbed a big handful of it and like made a ball of dog hair and she was like, I'm keeping it. And guess what I just found in this drawer that I opened while you're telling me this story. <laughs> this oh my thing right God. Here. This. She's holding she it, it up, my- y'all. She put it in my you know what? desk. You know what? That's going to go in her it's, Christmas stocking. This, that's a great idea. <laughs> Does she do the, do you so do the gross. elf? Save that. That's the elf on the shelf bit right there. That's a great idea. That motherfucker. Yeah. She, we had to take it out last night. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, oh no. I'm so sorry. The so, elf on the shelf. Oh He's out. He was my. in the refrigerator this morning. She came and woke me up at like five. She's like, I can't find Frosty. I can't find Frosty Whitetail. And I'm like, I am not getting out of bed to find Frosty. And then she's walking around the house going, Frosty. You know what you should do? Oh, my God. I have a great idea for you. Okay. Next time your husband goes out of town for the weekend, have someone send a picture of it at his camp. And then you don't have to hide it for like the next four days. I'm going to do that every single time. That's his. Yep. Because he's going out of town. That's your penance. (laughs) Are you listening? That's what's happening. It's a great oh, idea. yeah. Look at me solving problems. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, all right. I have got to tell you before we get into education stuff, which I promise we are, but this is educational, just, you know, maybe doesn't have to do about, about um, teaching directly. I did the, on my therapist recommendation, the 21 day mental health diet. Okay. It was pretty good. Uh, okay. And I'm going to tell you about it, and you're yeah. going to not want to do it so much. But, but you should do it, is <laughs> but it what you're telling really me. But it was really good. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll link it. You can watch like a two-minute YouTube video. It's not like a full book or anything you have to read. Except the secret, so, which you do have to Yes, read. which you do have to read. <laughs> Secret's not bad. It's pretty good. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not terrible. Um, I recommend the audio book so you can hear her Australian oh, accent. That oh, that great. wasn't very good. The secret. That okay, anyhow. right, mate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Shrimp on the Barbie. Shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> Koala. <laughs> so stupid. Miranda Lambert. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Um, okay, so the 21-day mental health diet basically says that you have to wake up two hours before you need to leave the house. Oh, I'm out. I know. See, I knew you were going to be out. 445. Um, Can't do it. Which, which, yeah. So, so it was like, oh man, that means I'm going to have to get up at 5 a.m. I don't know if I can do this shit. Like, it was like, I don't know. But when I started, it just so happened to coincide with um, the time falling back. So I was like, well, this is is good timing. Exactly. Exactly. So, you have to get up two hours before you need to go anywhere. Um, your first 30 minutes of the day are spent reading something educational or inspirational. Okay. So I have like a book. I'm rereading the online learning, small teaching online book. Mm-hmm. So read that for 30 minutes. After that, you need to write down 10 goals as if you have a already achieved them so you are writing them in like 
um i make a hundred thousand dollars a year i so like blah, as blah, statements blah. of yeah fact. yeah okay yes um then you write down your to-do list for the day in order of importance so like work out go to work do this thing drop mm-hmm. these packages off at whatever uh if you're a person that works out in the morning you do like your 30 minute thing. workout yeah. and then it recommends that the rest of the time you while you're getting ready for the day you like listen to a podcast that has to do with your field so mm-hmm. again it's like something educational gotcha. so i would get up at five from five to five thirty i'd uh, read then i'd spend like 10 minutes on my goals and stuff then i'd do a 30 minute workout and by that time i've still got 45 50 minutes before i need to mm-hmm. leave the house uh yeah it was pretty fucking good i'm on like day 30 yeah. now and having my workouts done by like six or seven in the morning and then just i just feel like, like yeah and i feel yeah. like i have so much more energy so then yeah. i'm telling my therapist about it and she's like oh and the last step is like have a sense of urgency which basically means like don't lollygag in the morning like you're being purposeful about your stuff which if i'm not dicking around on my phone i am like it's just it just is when it's forcing you to like use your brain in some way um but my therapist was like oh you did everything that they said to do wow i'm really impressed i usually just do one or two and i'm like bitch that's what you told me to do that's like when i was in high school and they told me to wear my rubber bands on my braces all the time and i did and then they had to rubber band me the opposite direction because they're like oh nobody ever does that you overcorrected and i'm like well fuck you for telling me to follow directions and i did it yeah so i did it the i'm like i said i'm on like day 30 now so the last day was i don't know maybe thanksgiving or something or the day before thanksgiving but it's so, yeah, it's pretty. So I'll keep. Yes. I'll probably keep. Um, uh, definitely, I'm going to keep the working out thing and the making the to do list because it's again, it's a little. Uh, and the guy that the, developed this is not like a. I'm a the secret guy. Yeah, he's not the but Tony I, Robbins of. No, but I think what I've taken away from it is by writing your goal. Um, like in the present present tense, is that the right way to say it? How do you say yeah. it? Is that right? Sure. Yep. Um, so writing your goal as if it's something that's already not future been... tense, but as yeah. yeah, not like I want to I will or... own. Yes. Yeah. It's just like I, you know, I already have I have a flexible work schedule or I have a this thing. Mm-hmm. It just puts your brain in the mindset of looking for those things. So like if you have mm-hmm. a certain amount of weight you want to weigh and by just saying i weigh 140 pounds Mm -hmm. then by thinking that in the morning it it will make you make better food choices yeah so so you can think of it as like uh manifesting whatever or you can just think of it as i am making clear what my goals are yeah and thinking about them for three minutes in the morning and it's better Mm -hmm. than scrolling through tiktok (laughs) what might I don't know. Maybe you're already doing it. Are you taking the magic mind like right when you I start love this, when you wake this up in the stuff. So I'm not. I have been doing it. Uh, I've been drinking my magic mind in the afternoon when I used to have my third cup of coffee. 
because okay. I find that I oh, that's struggle. Right, yeah, that. I'm a morning person. So yeah. I find that I, it's the afternoon is when I'm like on the struggle bus. Yeah. So I've been continuing to take it in the afternoon. And man, it's so good. It's so good. But you're taking yours in the morning, right? I take or drinking mine the, yours. I'm taking, yeah. I'm taking my shot. It's not. It's Well, it's like a liquid shot that you drink. Yeah, it's a little teeny tiny. It's teeny tiny. I take it in the morning because that's when I usually take all, that's when I am supposed to take all of my medicines. And so I'm mm-hmm. just like, these are. this is my habit in the morning. So this way I won't forget it. But I think also I might switch to the afternoon because I'm the same way. We're in the afternoon. Like I can power through the morning and then by like two o'clock, I'm just done with everyone and everybody but that's the mm-hmm. end of my lunch break. So that would not be hard for me to just yeah. have it in the refrigerator at school and then just pop one real quick and power through the afternoon. Yeah, I put I like I just put it in my lunchbox when I'm leaving for the morning. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I love about it the most is I find I don't feel jittery. Yeah. Uh, and I was I was reading up on it and it's because um, I actually have a kid that's doing a speech on this, swear to God, about wow. how tea. So this is matcha. It's a kind of tea. Mm-hmm. It is like extended release caffeine versus coffee, which, which is, is like caffeine immediately. Stimulant. Yeah. Yeah. So I recognize okay. that I felt less jittery and it makes me um, go to sleep more easily at night. But I yeah. actually Googled it to find out why. Why does it work? <laughs> and that's what it is. Yeah. It's also... All natural ingredients, no sugar, nut free, vegan, keto, uh, paleo friendly. And if you go to magicmind.com slash BS or use code BS20, you can get up to 20% off or up to 50% off uh, if you are getting a subscription if you use our code. That's pretty sweet. So take it from us, y'all. You should try some Magic um, Mind. It would be a good teacher bestie. Gift to <gasps> that give them is just such a, little, a great idea. Like a week of clarity. Here it is, right here. Yes, uh. yes. Uh, they're great. They taste great too. So y'all go to magicmind.com/bs or just magicmind.com and use our promo code BS20 for twenty percent off today. Check it out. Yeah. All right. Um, tell me about this wedding experience what do we need to talk about my goodness i know we should talk about school i could save the wedding for later except for i know i know they also listen to the the podcast so we'll save it for later and if we forget we'll go on the next episode and we'll talk all about it but congratulations ryan and Allie. your names are common enough that i don't think we need to make up a fake fake name amazing wedding amazing Okay, so our topic today um, is, is well, it started with an article I read called Bring Back Memorization. And it was talking about how there's a push with teachers to bring back just memorization, like learning your multiplication uh, uh, facts or your multiplication table, whichever it is, or however you want to say it, um, learning the rules of grammar, just yeah, memorizing stuff, flashcard stuff. Yes. Flashcards. So why don't, what's your, what are your thoughts on that? And then I'll tell you what this article said and the rabbit hole. Here are my thoughts going down. I think that we all need to be very able to know how to use resources to figure out the answers to stuff that we don't know, especially because we have the internet, right? Like there's nothing Mm -hmm. we can't access really quickly. However, if we're having to waste time by figuring out six times eight or looking up how to spell the word believe we're wasting so much of what Mm -hmm. we could already have done 
that you're not going to have time to actually look up the things that you shouldn't have to memorize, like all of the generals in XYZ war or the, you know, things like that. Right. So I think memorization is essential for success, especially with things like sight words and spelling patterns. And as you said, grammar rules and Mm -hmm. how to write in a complete sentence and our math facts. And we don't do them in schools anymore. And I think that's part of the reason why it gets harder and harder for kids to do well, because they're spending so much mental capital on drawing sticks and counting them or drawing an array and counting squares or Googling how to spell something that by the time they get finished with that step, they don't remember what they were doing in the first place. And it makes everything a thousand percent harder. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my professional opinion. Yeah, and and I and most teachers with you agree. The article said almost exactly what you said. It you know it pointed out like not knowing the exact year that this war happened isn't super important as long as you have like a ballpark mm-hmm. idea of it was about this time and these right. are the other things that or were the happening. Sequence of events like this happened mm-hmm. before this. Yeah. Right. So. So they made the point of um, when you don't have the fundamental knowledge, you can't then build the skills around it. Uh, And the quote that they that I took from it that I think sums it up the most is memorizing or what I think is really important is memorizing doesn't mean they don't understand the why or how. Somehow it has become this gross like everybody thinks we're the trunch bull in school, Mm -hmm. like yelling at kids to memorize stuff and we're not thinking we're not worried about critical thinking it's like no bitch we are still worried just because i do one doesn't mean the other is automatically true it's not one or the other isn't critical thinking like right that's not critical thinking right they can understand the concept of multiplication but applying that skill to memorize the facts right so right right um so it's like trying to build it's like trying to build a house out of Legos or something out of Lego, but also mm-hmm. having to build the Lego first. Like, yeah, you should uh, already have the Lego in your hands. What so you a can good just analogy. Together. I'm the fucking You're queen so of metaphor smart. right now. It's because you had that magic mind this it's morning. A, that's what it is. It must be. It must be. <laughs> so it also linked to where the, the, the author put it on a Reddit board or something. So then mm-hmm. I like went through and started reading a bunch of reddit stuff and one of the people on there mentioned something called project follow-through do you know what this is clearly not because i don't it is this is fucking bananas it's the biggest educational experiment that has ever been conducted what Yep. Never heard of it. So from 67 to 76, I listened to two podcasts about it. I read a bunch of paper. Like I read like some peer reviewed papers. I like I did my homework on this because it was so bananas to me. I'll link all this stuff in the show notes. So um, President Lyndon Johnson in the late 60s, his big thing was um, war on poverty. And part of it part of what was wrapped up in that was he wanted to improve education in under uh, uh what's the word under well, you don't have as much or... underprivileged thank yeah. you gosh that brain fart in underprivileged schools so they it started as a social program but then it shifted to 
an experiment because they were able to get a lot more money and a lot more funding. Mm -hmm. So from 67 to 76, I think, uh, and actually some schools did it all the way to the late 90s, over 700,000 children in 170 disadvantaged communities across the United States participated in a $1 billion study. So the three goals were to increase basic knowledge and skills, improve cognitive and problem-solving skills, Mm -hmm. and promote positive self-concept, self-esteem, and -hmm. improve self-esteem. So what they did was all these individual schools would get like a committee, they would invite all the parents in, and they presented all these different types of learning theories. And they were like, which one do you want us to do? And the teachers would say, like, we really, this is what, these are the three uh, different styles. This is what we are proposing. Mm -hmm. And the parents just, like, voted on it. They just decided what direction that school was going to go in. Now, this is a bit, this is a bit of a side journey, a little bit of a tangent. But I should say that there was some fucking hippie psychologist in California at this time that there was some stupid study. And it said, like, Look at how much self-esteem all these Nobel Prize winners have. Huh. Having good self-esteem makes you smart. Which, wow. Or they're really that's fucking like, smart and that's how they got good self-esteem. So this doofus butthole. That's like that meme that's like every person who believes correlation, correlation is the same correlation causation will die. <laughs> yes. So that's but. exactly what it is. So this came out in the 60s and it was like this movement of I'm just gonna tell my sweet little special sunshine that they are just the the most wonderful Mm -hmm. so there became there was this movement of if you build up your child's self-esteem the education will just naturally follow so the the three different um basic categories of the learning theories because there were some that were like they put them in these buckets even though they would be a little bit different yeah uh one is the effective model which is the self-esteem one so these schools Mm -hmm. oh i should say this is elementary school so this is like an extension of head start okay i don't remember what grades but definitely it's k through three okay good so you have the chart on it so you already know (laughs) So one is the effective model, so self-esteem. The other is the cognitive model. So this is just problem solving. This is, I'm just teaching you the theories around multiplication. And the other one is skills model, direct instruction. So that is the teacher telling you, you, this is the thing we're learning. Let's practice the facts. Two times two is far going back and forth so very very specific directed instruction explicit okay um this is a a quote i think or maybe i just summarized it so though most schools had mixed results two actually had negative effects oh i should mention that all these schools were at the 20th percentile or that's the average Mm -hmm. um and 50th percentile is in more like economically um disadvantage robust yeah yeah so so in in like the middle class we'll say middle class Uh more advantaged students are at the 50th percentile Mm -hmm. and all these disadvantaged students the average is the 20th percentile that's where they are so most of the schools had mixed results two of them actually had negative effects so they got dumber great (laughs) when they were tested great the only type of instruction 
that showed improvements in all four areas was direct instruction. Hmm. So starting from the 20th percentile in reading, they got up to 41. Math was 46. Spelling, 52. So above the national average now. And in language, 50th percentile. So same thing, national average. Mm -hmm. So even the data was clear. This is just like with the phonics. Even though the data clearly showed that this was better, they just went, a bunch of schools just didn't Mm -hmm. use it. So so this direct instruction, this is what they used at those military schools that we were highlighting several, several years ago. So a lot of the teachers don't love it at first because it is very prescriptive Mm -hmm. uh has you're asking 300 questions a day it said on average which Mm -hmm. are just checking in with the students do we understand this thing all the activities are super um black and white Mm -hmm. and like it fucking works but because it's not it's do people just want to believe that their kids are smart? Is it laziness? I think what part the of it also is, is it? like we we're like, well, school is boring. And so mm-hmm. I think also the fact that we are meant to be edutainers and we don't want mm-hmm. anyone to to I, I honestly don't know. I don't get it. Because then when you pull a small group, everybody is like, okay, small groups are for explicit instruction. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't we just do explicit instruction for the whole class and then we exactly. can mediate as needed instead mm-hmm. of being like, so for example, so in our district for grammar, we it's not called grammar, it's called patterns of power. And so for example, last week we were working on comparative and superlative adjectives. Like she is better than me and I am the best or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the way it's taught is on day one, we give them an, in. I, I'm not making this up, invitation to notice. So you put up a sentence, a mentor sentence, and you have them, what do you notice about this sentence? Oh, there's a now, oh, there, it has letters in it. Like these are the kind of things that kids say, oh yeah, there are letters in it. Yeah, uh-huh, there's a period at the end. And they never are gonna say, oh, I notice that there is an adjective describing the ball that ends in E. Like they never say what you want the lesson to be about, right? So then you give them another mentor sentence to notice how it's similar. Oh, these both are comparing nouns and we add an er okay and so then day two you invite them to imitate so you give them a mentor sentence and then you invite them to have you to write a a second sentence that uses the same pattern and then the third day you invite them to edit a sentence so you put up a sentence and it's not great and you invite the class and i'm like i'm a teacher i'm not fucking inviting you to do anything you're gonna do this because you need to learn Mm -hmm. the skill and end result is they don't know how to use these words correctly, or they don't know how to write a complete sentence because there is mm-hmm. never a time when it's like, here are 15 sentences, write them correctly. None of that is in this curriculum. It's all invitation to observe. Go back and look at your previous writing and find some examples in your writing of things you can fix. And they don't fucking know because they've never sat down and practiced mm-hmm. the skill explicitly. So what ends up happening is in our lesson plan that we turn in, because we have to show the district that we're doing this, we just leave it, okay, invitation to whatever. Mm-hmm. But we end up making our own worksheets that have them write down sentences using the correct superlative or comparative adjective. Because if they don't, they don't know how to do it. It is so insane to me. But that's a that to me is a prime example of this whole throwing direct instruction out the window for the benefit mm-hmm. of, I don't know what, just thinking that nine-year-olds are going to 
mindfully observe a mentor sentence and pick up on so, that pattern and then apply it to their writing? Like, what do you think this is? You said two things that, that came up repeatedly in, like, I read through the study. I skimmed a couple people's, like, dissertations on it. I read mm -hmm. a criticism of it. I, like, I was telling Miss B beforehand, we had a... a a TED Talk workshop day. So my speech students have to give a TED Talk at the end of the semester. So our last class beforehand, they just get to work independently. And I'm just there as a resource to answer questions. And nobody asked me a goddamn question. So I just read all of this stuff. Um, and then I also downloaded a couple of podcasts and listened to them. One of them, it's very dry, but it's all scholarly. So he's got like 17 different references. Receipts. Like, yes. Yes, he has the receipts. And one of uh, the things one of these papers said was, why in the world are we afraid of saying, I am smarter than you, Child? listen to me. Seriously. Like, it's like, it's like, it's this weird, Let's this weird, together. yes, yeah. and language. Let's... yeah, so it said, like, there is absolutely nothing wrong with saying, I am the smarter person, I, the I have been on this world or on this, you know, this planet and mm -hmm. experienced so much more than you. Yeah, it said there's, there's nothing wrong with being an expert in the thing you should be as the teacher, as the expert. Right. So all of this like creates uncertainty and then mm -hmm. kids don't want to answer. When if you just tell them, this is what I am trying to get you to understand. Let's look at a bunch of the examples. Yeah. Um, it clicks so much or, or it's just like it's so much more clear. Another thing that they said was because you were talking about differentiation and small groups and stuff is they were like, there is no benefit from teaching it differently to different students. They looked at that. They studied this. Wow. This study went on for 10 fucking That's years. So cool. So it was like, no, a kid at this IQ level and this IQ level, you they teach them the same thing. Yeah. And you do not intervene until they have problems or they start doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Don't assume that they're not going to. Oh, and it said that like they did these IQ tests with the students also, and students that were at lower than average IQ, if they began direct instruction, either kindergarten, first grade, I can't remember which, their IQ on average went up like 12 points. Jesus. So it was like you are taking someone that is at a, that's probably going to have like a tough life tough because things. they are at a, a low, low IQ. Right. And it was like, and we're making them slightly above average. Like it was like a fucking a changing lives. And yeah. then well, they have gone on because... to follow these student or these, uh, you know, way more of them went to college mm -hmm. because direct instruction only lasted through third grade. Right. So. Well, because by it, then they have the foundational exactly. skills intact so that you can start the. So then you can do the concepts. Yes. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. When I taught fourth grade a million years ago, I remember the teacher across the hall from me saying, you know, in first grade, you learn to read. And then from then on, you're reading to learn like it. But if you're not, if you mm -hmm. don't learn to read. But right. Which is what we're dealing with right now. Yeah. I just like and this this one guy that I listened to that was very dry. He's a British guy, but he works for some um some like educational software company mm -hmm. but all he does is like study uh pedagogy and uh different um theories oh learning theories, learning theories. so all he does is like study those mm -hmm. and then 
present them so that the companies can try to make their whatever software better. Yeah. So it's just like him reading tons and tons and tons because he's a data scientist. So it's mm-hmm. just him reading t- just the data that he's reading is educational. So it's him presenting this in a dry, dry way. And he's got this British accent. Uh, but him just saying, like, I don't understand. It's so clear. But so Why many schools we? don't do it. They just, like, go to whatever the new shiny thing is. They Everybody do. wants an easy, quick fix. And it's fucking bonkers. It's bananas. Mm-hmm. Bananas to me. So I, I, I'll i put links to it. But I invite you all to learn about Project Follow Through. And that you will so shake your fist. Interesting. Yeah, never heard of yeah. it before. It makes me feel better, though, about how I just do what I feel is correct mm-hmm. instead of following the plans mm-hmm. that we're supposed to make because they are wrong in my opinion. And that was and another criticism. By and, science, so. Yes. That was another, that's what, he, that's what they were saying. They were like, it's clear data and science. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and you can sit like, there were like, there are certain things that are flawed. It's not the same kids. Sure. Sometimes the new kids are moving from here to here. And they were like, but even with every single criticism, it still it even increased the self esteem because the kids were because smarter. they know what the outcome. Yes. Also, like they know what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody's trying to teach me to do something, but they're like, just observe these salsa dancers, just watch what they're mm-hmm. doing. Now I invite you to get out there and do that. Like, well, I don't fucking know how to do it. It looks pretty great. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that. Like you have to directly teach people, even as adults. We want to know step by step what to do so that we can achieve the outcome, and we also have to clearly mm-hmm. know what the outcome is. So I don't yeah. understand. And it said that like a lot of teachers hated it at first because this is I'm going to go back and read that article about the um the school on the mil- the schools on the military bases. Yes. Because it's it's got to be the exact same thing because mm-hmm. they probably read this fucking study. So it yeah. said that a lot of teachers don't love it at first because you get observed and coached a lot mm-hmm. in the first six months. Because they're like, no, don't do this thing. Do this thing instead. But when they when they went back and interviewed the teachers like six months later, they were like, oh, no, this is amazing. This is so great. Because they know because once now. the kids get it, they like they got fucking it. get it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, yeah. fantastic. We fixed it. And we fixed the problem. We fixed the, it. We the fixed solution it. is just look at studies that have been done and then do that science. I think that's I think we cleared that up. All right, well, uh, should we scream in the parking lot a little bit? Yes, mine's um, mine's pretty bad. Is yours pretty bad? Why don't you go first? Mine's... Oh, wait, I read about yours okay, on Facebook. Okay, so now that you know what it is, <laughs> yes, do you want me yes. to go first or second? You go first. You go okay. first. So I had outdoor recess duty this week, and we come in from recess, and we have some small group time, and the kids are working quietly. And as I'm sitting at my small group table with my kids, I'm I'm wearing this, like, it was a button down shirt, but I'd rolled up the sleeves. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, God, my elbow, it feels like I have like a fiberglass splinter or something in there. Like I just yeah. kept, I was like, do y'all see any, any bumps or anything? They're like, no, I don't see anything. And I was like, okay. And I wouldn't feel it when I would put my elbow up and then I'd put it down and I'd be like, ah, oh, there it is again. It's so weird. So it's just kind of bothering me. So this mm-hmm. happens, this is a 30 minute period that this goes on. And then I get up and I start teaching at my hover cam and we're doing a lesson probably about 10 minutes in. And all of a sudden my sleeve goes, Zzz. <laughs> like because you forgot you put your cell phone vibrating. in there I know. I yeah. was like, did i drop like a bluetooth earpiece in there so i as i start unrolling my sleeve to find out that i've 
you know, to see if somebody has like planted a device on me, a GPS tracker or something. <laughs> I start remembering that I was standing, like I was standing near the garden and I'm like, oh no, oh no. And I unroll my sleeve and I catch a glimpse of a gigantic black insect. When I say gigantic, I'm not shitting you when I say an inch, like when you curl your finger oh, and you have that middle section, yeah. that big. So it falls onto the ground and I, sh- I shriek a little bit. The kids lose their minds because this is all being seen on the hover cam and they're like, yeah, and this is already my class that has no chill whatsoever. As this is happening, another teacher had to leave early that day. So she had Mm -hmm. sent five of her kids to finish the day in my room. These five children are walking in (laughs) at this point in time while my class is losing their goddamn minds. And I'm also pretty freaked out because I look on the ground and I see this gigantic black insect and I'm not sure what it is. So I start picking it up with a piece of paper as I'm yelling at everybody to like chill the fuck out. Yeah. And I'm like, this looks like a pollinator of some kind. And I don't know what it is. So I was like, I had a in-class support para in there at the time. I was like, all right, just get everybody calm down. I'm going to go run this thing outside. So I run it down the hall and I go dump it outside. And um, I'm like, my heart is ra- racing a thousand mm-hmm. miles an hour. And I get back in and I have this kid who's one of my complete turd kids. And I had already confiscated his Chromebook that day because he was just doing, I don't even know what on it. But uh, I was like, hey, come here. I'm going to give you your Chromebook back because I need you to spend the next 20 minutes figuring out what that was. So he did. He sat in the back and he was investigating. And at the end he goes, miss, it was a carpenter bee. And I was like, okay. And I looked at the picture. I was like, yep, that's exactly what it was. So anyway, I had a, um, what do you call it? Stowaway carpenter bee in my shirt yeah. for almost a full hour before I did it actually it sting you or were you just feeling it its little claws I think it was so you didn't have claws okay. sticking through yeah because I never had a bite or anything but I was reading up on them later and apparently they are like the gentlest of all the Aww, bees so I that's felt those really little fat ones right those yes, little fat very fuzzy fat, ones very fat mm-hmm. oh, cute, yeah. cute cute it was cute after the fact so my screaming is I was sitting in my speech class, my my second one of the day, and I was just kind of like, uh, I don't remember what they were working on, but I'll often do like a, here's a topic, here's a an objective, you have 15 minutes, and then we check in or I wander around. So I'm just like checking my email, and I get an email from my boss that's like, hey, we just don't have enough classes next semester, so I don't have anything for you to teach. Well, fuck me then. Yep. Oh my God. Isn't that awful? Just what like the third- shit? third of my income for the spring is just gone oh that's my like, god i mean i've been saying it for years there's no stability with security those. stability whatever uh-huh. but it's just like man this this well, fucking sucks so and then my my classes at my other school are all online next semester so i've gone from oh being god. in my car the absolute most to, to just never going just there. the show that i'm directing in the afternoons oh, at the high school. Yeah, it's it's going to be a weird semester, but maybe mm-hmm. there'll be some other opportunity that pops up that I wouldn't have been able to do. That must be if it. I'd had this job. That's, that's what, what it is. is that's my you. that's my my 21 day yes, mental health diet. Yes, something's going to pop up because of your stupid schedule, you haven't been able mm-hmm. to do it and now you're yeah. like, yeah, you know what? I yeah, can. So I hope so cuz I've got like two oh. Yeah, I'm only teaching two online classes and then directing a show. That's so bonkers. it's just like, yeah. That's so I don't know. So uh, bizarre. So well, yeah, that's my screaming is yikes. what I've been saying forever mm-hmm. has finally has happened. Has finally occurred. 
yeah. it's all yeah. worth it. All worth it. Um, my all worth it has been that we're t- we're trying to get the kids to write using text evidence instead of mm-hmm. just writing whatever they want to. So I have started. It was one of those afternoons when I was just like feeling just goofy as shit because I was like, I don't even care what happens at this point. It was just a ridiculous day. So I started talking like that lawyer <laughs> in the in uh to not to kill a mockingbird. Uh, the firm, the one who, not the firm. <laughs> what was the one? The John Grisham one, and it was set in the South, and Matthew McConaughey was in it. T- a time to kill. Time to right? kill. Time, a to, time kill. to kill. I started talking like the other, the opposing lawyer. Yes. yes. And the Pelican Brief. And yes. He does. And I, he does Southern lawyers. Yes. And I was like, ladies and gentlemen, you have presented me with an argument that simply does not stand. Here, you, this is fully conjecture and opinion. I don't have any evidence. So I just talked the whole class in this voice, and by the end of it. Most of the kids were like, Your Honor, Your Honor, I found in paragraph four where it's like they were all foghorn leghorn talking to prove their evidence. And so now, like every day when I'm trying to get them to write, I'll I'll just go, uh, ladies and gentlemen, they'll go, Oh, text evidence, text evidence. The funniest thing. I love it. That is so cute. Um, one of my students brought me breakfast from the dining hall. Oh, how sweet. <laughs> I commented that her like um spinach and cheese croissant looked really good the other day and I was like, "Oh my god, that looks great. That's from the dining hall." And she was like, "Yeah." So the next day she was like, "I brought you one." Like wrapped how in a napkin sweet. and I was like, "That is so nice." Thank you so much. How nice. Oh, all right, y'all. Do you have a BS in education like we do? Do you want to try Magic Mind? I'll have those promo codes and that info in our show notes. Um, Hit us up on Instagram, where I'll probably put up our Spotify wrapped that says what our most listened to uh, episode of the year was. I think it was What the Fuck is Happening in Texas. I think it was that episode. Oh, I don't remember what. I mean, I can think of lots of. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. Send us an email at bsneducation2020 at gmail.com. Send us a voicemail. Those are our favorite because mm-hmm. we get to play them on the air. Give us a call at 23473-TEACH. All that info is in the show notes. Show notes. <laughs> in the <What>? show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, y'all. This has been a, a BS in, in Education. education. <laughs> Class is ended. Time to go. Pick up your crayons off the floor. Class is ended. Time to go. I don't want to see your face no more. Thank you for listening to ABS in Education. My tummy hurts. <laughs>